Welcome to the KPC Podcast. This week's message is from a special guest speaker. Turn with me in your Bibles to Psalm 145, one of my favorite psalms. I've been uh, meditating on this psalm for weeks now, and I believe it's a word when I got an email asking if I would uh, minister to you. I knew in my spirit right away this is what was a word for us. And this morning I wasn't going to do this, but I just want to be obedient to the Lord. Who's ever heard this wonderful song? Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all. to bless the Lord. You begin to feel blessed. Things begin to happen. When we sing this old chorus, something begins to happen in our spirit. We begin to change our mindset and our thoughts. The power of blessing the Lord and and the power of blessings from the Lord come when we bless the Lord. That's what we're going to talk about this morning. When you see a rainbow, what, what do you think? Anybody? Promises of God. That's right. But when you see a rainbow, does it make you feel good as well? I mean, you know the promises of God. I remember <coughs> rainbows have always been special to me. I remember my mother told me this. I don't remember the story. I was five years old, and there was a huge rainbow. I was raised in Atlanta, Georgia. A beautiful, bright rainbow like this one. This is in Ireland. And, um, and I was outside, and the rainbow came, and, and I ran inside, and I said, Mommy, Mommy, come share the rainbow with me. And ever since I've been a child, whenever I see a rainbow, it really just fills me with joy because it's the blessing of God, the promises of God for us, even to this day. Let me ask you a few questions, maybe some hard questions to think about. Who's ever been in a difficult situation before? Anybody? Okay, who's ever felt overwhelmed with life? I have recently (laughs) overwhelmed. How about just overwhelmed with work? Anybody? How about overwhelmed in your marriage? 
or as a parent trying to raise a 16-year-old girl? Help me, God! <laughs> I love you, Maria. <laughs> Who's ever felt overwhelmed in their finances or debt? How about struggling with self-pity? Anybody self-pity besides me? Woe is me. How about doubt, unbelief, anxiety, fear? Look, everybody, these are real issues. All of us have some issues. How do we overcome these things? How do we overcome uh, being overwhelmed in life? And what we truly believe and trust in the greatness of God. There's this saying that most of you know, count your blessings, name them one by one, count your many blessings, see what God has done. This is a real truth. And this is what Psalm 145 is all about. Today we're gonna look very briefly because worship has been so wonderful. And uh, the prayer time has been great, so we're going to run through this, but I do believe God has a word for us. We're going to look at what God does in our lives when we turn our lives over to Him and bless Him. And bless Him. So many times we allow our lives to get caught up in this world, get caught up in the situations. But God wants to show us an answer to overcome these things. Who's ready for that? Amen? Out of, uh, out of reverence for the Holy Word of God, will we stand? And you can either uh, look at the Word on your phone or look at the real Word <laughs> in your Bible. <laughs> and listen to the Word of the Lord. And I'm going to take the time to read through the entire passage. Is that okay, Pastor? Listen to the word of the Lord, Psalm 145. I will extol you, my God and King. I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day, say every day. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great are you, Yahweh, and greatly to be praised. Your greatness is unsearchable, unfathomable. One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. Oh, on the glorious splendor of your majesty, on the wondrous works, I will meditate. They shall speak of the might of your awesome deeds, and I will declare your greatness. They shall pour forth the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. Yahweh is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. Yahweh is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Yahweh. All your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power to make known to the children children of man your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom for your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations Yahweh is faithful in all his words Yahweh is kind in all his works 
Yahweh upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand. You satisfy the desire of every living thing. Yahweh is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. Yahweh is near. Yahweh is near all who call to him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. Yahweh preserves all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of Yahweh. Let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. The blessings of blessing God. The blessings of blessing God. Oh, the blessing that God wants to give his children. This 145, Psalm 145, in all likelihood was written by King David. And it was probably one of his last Psalms written. But it actually goes back to Psalm 144 because in Psalm 144, David is crying out to be rescued, to be delivered. He acknowledges God to be his rock and his fortress, but he is dealing with some real issues. Pastor Steve, have you ever felt like everything is coming down on you? Yeah, and and you know what? All pastors do. And then all of a sudden, We get to Psalm 145, Phil, and we read, I will extol you in the midst of the struggles, in the midst of the enemy coming against me, I'm going to extol you. And that means to exalt, to lift up, to uh, make great you. That's what it said. I am going to extol you. I'm going to lift you up because you're my God and you're my king. Which means you're in control. And when we begin to do this, something happens. This particular psalm has been so important to the Jewish people through the ages. Matter of fact, there's an old traditional rabbinic teaching that says this. Listen to this. Whoever utters this psalm three times each day with their heart and their tongue, that means speaking it out loud, is a blessed and happy man and shall infallibly enjoy the blessings of the world to come. Think of it. I mean, this is the Jewish rabbis teaching this. If you bless the Lord, if you read Psalm 145 out loud every day and speak it from your heart, then you are blessed. And not only that, the, the, the Jewish rabbis say, you're not only blessed here, you will be blessed in, in the hereafter. Think about that with Jesus Christ in our hearts. Why can't we do this? Why don't we do this? I love this truth. This psalm is so important, but how do we apply it in our lives? I have very quickly, very four quick principles, four major blessings. Who wants to be blessed? All right, we all want, God wants to bless us. He wants to bless us. And there's four major blessings that I discover in this passage when we bless Yahweh. It's not just bless me, bless me, bless me. 
And we're going to learn about that today. So the first blessing, when we bless Yahweh, the first blessing when we bless Yahweh is our focus changes from ourselves and our problems onto the great almighty God. That's what he says right here. The first blessing when we begin to bless God and his greatness and his faithfulness and his glory, <laughs> things begin to change within us. The problems that we're thinking about begin to fade. The, the, mis, uh, the poor attitude, the selfishness, all those things begin to line up with the word of God. And this is so important because all of us need this. All of us need to get realigned daily because David says this, I will extol you, my king, my God and king. I will bless your name forever and ever. What does forever and ever mean? Always, forever and ever. That's right. So many times we get in a problem. So many times we're struggling with life, with, with school. Everybody, all the high schoolers are back in school now or getting ready to start. and They're already overwhelmed with homework. I'm a professor now. Thank God. Praise the Lord. But I have six classes I've been dealing with. And I'm not teaching all six right away, but I've been developing or redeveloping six whole classes. I've been overwhelmed. And... Sometimes we look at the problem instead of the problem solver, right? And God tells us right here, if we begin to bless him for who he is, all those problems, they may not go away right away, but they will come in perspective and your attitude will change and your trust will change and the belief in a big God will change. And you begin to get through. I can tell you, I, this is happening with me right now. I am blessing the Lord every day. I've been overwhelmed with all this work going on at school. I'm now the director of the master's program, making sure all the courses are lined up according to the word of God. And we're training the next generation of pastors to be great preachers and, and great men and women of the word of God and, not, and sound doctrine in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And that's my, that's my joy and my passion. Praise the Lord. That's right. But I'm also teaching all these classes. And I've been feeling overwhelmed. But I can tell you, and my wife has been, been listening to me. I've been saying, Lord, I just praise you. <laughs> I'm going to bless you. I bless you even in the midst of being overwhelmed. I'm blessing you. Because I want to live what I'm teaching. And it's happening. I've been having a lot of peace. I've lost some sleep, but I still have a lot of peace. David says this, and the other psalmists say this throughout the psalms. Psalm 103, he says this. Bless the Lord. That's the, the, with the worship song we just sang. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And what happens when we do that? He says it right here. Bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins. Who heals all your diseases. Who renews your life. 
and pulled you out of the pit. Why? Because you're praising the Lord and you're blessing the Lord. You're taking your mind off the problem and off the issues and off of yourself and begin to put them on God because he's the big and great God. So the first blessing that God gives us when we bless him as he changes our attitude and our focus. And that's a big blessing. Would you agree? David says that it gives us secret peace and contentment and victory in life. Look at verse 3. He says, great are you, Yahweh, greatly to be praised, and your greatness is unsearchable. And in this, as you look at verse 3, as he's saying this, every day I will bless you, every day I will bless you, every day I will bless you, his mind moves from himself and his problems on to the greatness of God. The greatness of God, just as the great songs we were singing earlier. You know, God selected those worship songs today, and they fit right with the message. Isn't that great, Shiloh? The Holy Spirit is so beautiful. So what would happen in our hearts and in our lives every day if we woke up saying, oh, Lord, it's morning. Many of us do that, don't we? I just don't want to go to work. Do I have to go to school today, Dad? I'm a senior. I don't have to go every day. (laughs) Yes, Maria, you have to go today. School just started, just started Thursday. She's a senior now at Norfolk Collegiate and um, she thinks she has more privileges. Oh Lord, good morning Lord. You know, we, we, we wake up a lot of times that way, don't we? What would happen if we follow Psalm 145 instead of saying, oh, Lord, it's morning and say, good morning, Lord, I bless you. This is going to be a great day. What would happen? Just tell me, somebody, what would happen? It would change your whole outlook from the very morning. I'm telling you, I'm doing this and it is changing my outlook every morning. Pastor Steve, it happens. And it's so important. So I want to encourage you to start receiving the blessings of Almighty God. Start blessing Him every day about His greatness. Oh, I don't have time to go into His greatness. But His greatness, David says, is unfathomable. It's unsearchable. And yet, you know what the... Paul says in in 2 Corinthians, I believe it's chapter 3, I teach on uh, the Holy Spirit and and, and Regent, my favorite subject. And and he says, the Holy Spirit, one of the roles of the Holy Spirit, as he, he searches the depth of God to reveal him to you. Whoa. And when we bless the Lord and focus on his greatness, He begins to bless us with peace. He begins to bless us with assurance that he's in charge. He begins to bless us with himself through his son, Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's a blessing right there. Oh, God wants to bless us, but it starts with blessing him every morning. Our attitude changes, our daily outlook changes. It is so important to understand this. 
Are there things right now in your life that you're overwhelmed with? I want to encourage you. Choose to begin to say something like, Lord, even though I don't understand why I'm going through this, even though I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to exalt you. I'm going to bless you in your glorious name and your greatness. I'm going to bless you no matter what. You know, something happened to Job, one of the wealthiest men, one of the grandest men of his time. He lost all of his kids at the same time. Think about it. He loses all of his property, all of his wealth. He gets sick, about to die. His wife even turns on him. Just curse God and die. And he says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Think about that. I will bless you. I know there was a wonderful man of God I was dear friends with who suffered and died recently from a long battle of cancer. And all I heard in his testimonies, I bless God for his faithfulness. I bless the Lord for his greatness. You heard him. You saw his testimonies. Judge Barry Logsdon, he always stayed faithful. The second blessing, and boy, I, boy, Steve, your pastor, you're just going to have to come call me back to finish everything here. Um, That's a selfish request. The second blessing when we bless Yahweh is our faith grows in almighty great God. When we begin to bless him, he not only begins to shift our attitude and refocus us, he begins to build our faith in him, a great and mighty God. And David says it throughout Psalm 145, how great he is, how great he is, how great he is, how faithful he is. And there are three things that happen. Well, let me just show these quick slides. The greatness of God, the glorious names of God, and the wonderful nature of God are all found in this psalm. And he talks about how great his, his, uh, how great God is. And we've talked a little bit about that. His glorious names. But in his greatness, he's also reminding all the Israelites how great God is back in the days of Moses. When Moses stood there and, and the Israelites uh, were there at the Red Sea and the Egyptians were coming and they started complaining. Moses knew the greatness of God. Moses knew. And even though he had fear, he raised his staff And he declared that God was going to deliver them because he knew God was a great God. Do you know God is a great God? He's going to deliver you, but he has something set up. It's praising him. It's glorifying him. It's telling of his praises and, and blessing him. And when he does, faith rises in the great God he is, and he begins to move the Red Sea for you in whatever situation you're in. Do you believe that? Because I know it's true. Amen. 
And when you begin to ponder and, and begin to, to bless God and his greatness, he begins to show you his greatness, even in this world. Matter of fact, I was uh, driving, my wife and I were in Scotland when we were studying. I was also pastoring in the Church of Scotland. And we went to a conference on the Holy Spirit uh, up, that I was a part of up in the Highlands. And we were driving back one night. And in the middle of the night, there was no, uh, no clouds at that night in Scotland. And it was winter time. It was cold. We're driving through the Highlands, driving back home. And you see all the stars. All the stars. And I finally had to stop, pull off the side of the road, and get out and look up. And this is what I saw. That's the Milky Way. And I saw, we saw the Milky Way with their naked eye. I mean, I'd never seen the Milky Way through my eyes. I'd seen it through the telescope. And I started to weep at the greatness of God and His glory through his creation. And when we begin to bless him, God begins to open our eyes to see his greatness in creation, to see his greatness in people, to see his greatness. And again, it refocuses us and our faith builds in a great and awesome God who can do anything. Oh, his glorious names. David says this, I will bless your name forever and ever. And he talks about his name throughout. I will bless your name forever. I will declare your greatness and I will meditate on your wondrous works. Your faith begins to build. You begin to know his holy names. Yahweh Makadish. The Lord who sanctifies us. Yahweh Sitkanu, the Lord who, who is our righteousness, makes us righteous. Yahweh Shalom, the Lord who gives us peace in the midst of a storm. El Shaddai, the mighty, almighty one. Nothing's impossible through him and in him and by him. Yahweh Jireh, the Lord our provider. <laughs> I could go on and on, but David knew all his names. And when you read the Psalms, he uses almost every Hebrew name of God in the Psalms because God knows him and God wanted David to know all his names so that he could have faith in a God who heals, who restores, who delivers, who does miracles. When you begin to bless God and bless his holy names, he begins to move in your life. He begins to build faith in you, in him. And I'm telling you, things begin to happen in the wonder of his name, the wonder of his nature. Oh, Pastor Steve, this is so, he gets into his nature. He says, you are gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. You are good to all. This is a direct quote from God's revelation to Moses in Exodus 34. When God comes to Moses, when Moses says, show me your glory, God comes to him and says, you can't handle my glory, but I'll show you who I am. And he says, Yahweh, Yahweh, the compassionate and gracious God who loves to uh, un unending love to generations after generation who's merciful who forgives your sin who he forgives your iniquity who forgives your transgression the very nature of God David is declaring here and when we start blessing God he gives us a faith in this God 
who does miracles. And this one is so important, the third blessing, real quick, the third blessing, when you begin to bless God and your, your focus gets off your problems and off yourself and you begin to have faith in the almighty God, the third blessing, you desire to start sharing with others who God is and what he's done. And I know there's a heart in this church and a desire and a vision to start reaching the lost for Christ. Sometimes when a church has gone through struggles, as every church does, but especially what we have gone through at KPC, sometimes we say, well, let's just, let's just protect our, our territory. Let's just, let's just survive. God is not a God of survival. God is a God who thrives. He's the God of life. I have come to give you life and life to the full. And he wants to fill this place again with lost souls. And when you start focusing on God and start blessing God, God begins to do things in your life that you can't hold. You have to share. And David talks about it, both sharing it with your children and to the next generation. And that's what your youth ministry and family life ministry is doing. And what you need to be doing at home, talking about how great God is. When your children are going through struggles, to pray with them and to help them bless God in the midst of their struggles so they can get their minds set on God and see God do miracles in their life. But then when you're in the grocery store, when you're at work, because you are so excited about what God is doing in your life because you're blessing him, it just pours out. And you go, wow, God bless you. God bless you. You know, and, and your work, your co colleagues at work think something, you're crazy again or whatever. That's okay because they're going to come to you when they're struggling. You see someone at the grocery store. And the Lord tells you because now your mind is set on God and faithfulness to God. He begins to use you to go bless that person in the grocery store. I was at Walmart a few years ago, but I do this regularly uh, just because I just want to be a vessel of the Holy Spirit. I, I was at Walmart a few years ago and there was a family. It was during Christmas time. It was terrible. It was just terrible. You know, Walmart at Christmas time. <laughs> bless God. I was blessing we're standing in line, and it's 30 minutes in line. And this young couple behind me, she was in a wheelchair. You could tell they were struggling. We're just standing there. And the Lord says, you need to pray for this person. I said, I'm in Walmart in Los Angeles. Really? He said, are you going to pray? You have something to offer. And you know what? I just turned around and said, listen, I just want you to know that God sees your needs, that God is here and he wants to touch you. And they started to cry, the husband and wife, young couple. I didn't give them any money. I didn't have much, didn't have much money at that time to give them, but I did give them more. And I prayed for them right there. And you know what happened? A joy took place. A peace came upon them. 
And other people started to ask me to pray at <laughs> Walmart. Why? Because I know this great God, and I want to share him with everybody I come in contact with. Maybe not with words all the time, but with my actions too. And people see a difference. And we see this throughout Psalm 145, Pastor Steve, that when you are blessing God, when you are focused on his greatness, faith begins to rise up in you, and he begins to work something in your heart and your mind and your life, and you have to start sharing. You know what the apostles did or the Christians is in Acts chapter 4? Persecution is happening to the early church. And they all come together in prayer. Acts chapter 4, verse 29 through 31. It says this, if I can recall it. Say, Lord, see all what they're doing to us. They didn't say, oh God, please protect us. They said, Lord, begin to move in and through us. Lord, stretch forth your hand and heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your most holy servant, Jesus, and fill us with boldness. They knew the source. And it says right after that, that the house was filled and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Again, the house shook and they left that house going out boldly sharing the word of truth, which means they were healing and delivering and setting people free in Jesus name. That's what's happened when we bless God. When we bless God, we begin to share. And finally, oh gosh, finally, the fourth blessing is when we begin to bless the Lord, the Lord meets our needs and does miracles. I tell you, this, these are truths. Throughout Scripture, we see this. And God wants to bless you today. He wants to meet your every, every need. He wants to do things in your life that you could never even dream of. You've, you've given up, Phil, you've given up. I'm telling you right now, Phil, the word of the Lord, you weigh it, elders weigh it. Your dream of, of, of Germany in particular is not over. It's going to be resurrected. And the funds that you have never thought could come in are going to start pouring in as you begin to bless him and move in faith. Now, you, you weigh that. I, I, you know, I wasn't planning to do any of that. So Phil's going to need to raise about $100,000 to be able to go over to Germany and do the ministry he's called to. I, right? Okay. Phil doesn't even know I was going to say that. When we bless the Lord, he meets our needs. Look, right here. It's right all here. It's all right here. God is good. He says he meets our every need. The eyes who look to him, you give their food in due season. You open your hand. You satisfy the desire of every living thing. This is the miracles of God. And then he says the Lord is righteous in all, all his ways. He's near you when you call to him as you bless him. He answers you as you trust in him and his greatness that's right here and he says when you call on him in truth he fulfills the desires of those who fear him and hears their cry and preserves them that's right there as we bless him 
as we bless his name, as we bless his greatness, as we declare his holy names over our situations, then he begins to move on your behalf and he begins to do miracles and signs and wonders. And then you're filled with greater faith and you go out and you start sharing with your neighbors and your co-workers and they start seeing God do things in their life because you are doing what God has called you to do. Who needs a miracle today as the worship team comes forward? Who needs a miracle? Then we're going to sing a great worship song about blessing the Lord. And as we worship this song, I'm going to give you a couple of steps because I've, I've told you about all these things. I've given you a few examples. But here, real quick, how Dr. Gilbert, Pastor Danny, whatever you want to call me, hey, you, this sounds great, but how do I do it? Let me, let me give you a couple of practical things, and I really think we can get through this very quickly. Practical things. The first is, read the Word of God daily. Read the Word of God daily, especially the Psalms, and begin to meditate on the Word. The Spirit of God speaks to you through the Word. He'll give you guidance and direction. If you're not reading the Word daily, and this is not a legalistic thing, get into the Word daily. You need God to speak to you. But you have to be in His Word and begin to bless Him. Choose every day, just as David says, every day I will bless you. He doesn't say on Mondays and Sundays and maybe on Friday because it's the end of the week, I will bless you. He says every single day. And he says, I will extol you every day. I will bless your holy names every day. I will bless you every single day. I will praise your name again. I will meditate on your miracles. I will speak your praise to others. And you need to say it out loud. There's something powerful when you speak the word out loud. Lord, I bless you. I am going through heck right now. But I'm going to bless you because you are great. And you're in control. And I claim Romans 8.28 over my life because I love you. All things are going to work together for my good because I love you. And therefore, I bless you. I thank you every day. It's a daily choice. Bless him. Bless him in the morning. Bless him in the noon. Bless him in the evening. David talks about that in another song. Bless him. And then speak to yourself when you're down. David is all about self-talk. Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul. You know what he's actually saying? He's saying soul, depressed soul, down soul, hurting soul. I'm telling you, I'm commanding you to bless the Lord. I'm commanding you to bless. He's doing self-talk. If you're a psychologist, you know what self-talk is. He's telling himself, you bless the Lord and get your mind off yourself and off your situation and put it on God. That's what he's saying in Psalm 103. Start blessing him. And then write one blessing down in the morning. I'm doing this every day. I'm actually, I write three blessings down every morning and every night. Just write one blessing down. If you do that, again, it reshifts you. And then share every day. Just try this. Every day, share one blessing with somebody. One blessing. By the way, when you are so full of faith and you're blessing God, 
you begin to just bless others naturally. God bless you. God bless you. You know what, God, and then the Spirit begins to use you and give you prophetic words for people. Right in the streets. Wherever you, just God, because you're blessing God, you now need and desire to bless other people. I mean, it's so rich. And finally, and thank you all for allowing me to, to take extra time. I want to challenge everybody with the 21-day challenge. 21-day blessing God challenge. There's something in 21 days. When you do something, the same thing over and over for 21 days, it actually becomes a part of your, your mindset. And this is important. I want to challenge everyone here, if you really want to break through in your life, to read Psalm 145 every day and turn it into a prayer. I'm doing this right now, and I'm seeing a change in my attitude and my mind. Just read it, and then make it a prayer. Read it and pray it. Read it and pray it. Read it and read a verse and then pray it. And make it your own for 21 days. And I guarantee you, God is going to move in your life because you will be changed by a great and almighty God. Thank you for listening to the KPC Podcast. For more messages and information, visit kpc.org.